right. Do we have taglines? <laughs> we do indeed. Are you ready? Yeah. <laughs> okay. These ones are uh, well, they're they're fun to say the least. Uh, first one, a okay. Stephen Summers film. That that does not tell me anything. No, so. it, it, it'll sell on the fact that it's Stephen Summers alone, right? I mean, it'll mom, sell the mummy, on the fact that mummy returns. <laughs> do they know he did that? Though? I didn't until I, I didn't. looked this exactly. up. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Um. The one name they all fear. Who is they and what is the name? Uh, is it Van the Helsing? audience. Oh. <laughs> They're all like, ah, Van Helsing, get out. <laughs> and then adventure lives forever. Uh, uh, I mean, just... in terms of maybe there's a DVD out there that you can find <laughs> at a flea market. Yeah, sure. So here's the budget. $160 million with a worldwide gross of $300 million. With one bad CGI early version of the Hulk, one Gatlin gun crossbow, two hand-cranked circular saws, four bat people, one overacting Frankenstein monster, three werewolves, an IMDb score of 6.1, and a 23% on Rotten Tomatoes, it's 2004's Van Helsing. Let's drop some bombs. Sucker was down to Gizmo. I did you a favor, Trash. Call me evil. Carpet day! Huh? No! <laughs> Welcome to Bonds Away. My name is Jonathan Young. Joining me in the studio, as always, is... Jared Seifert, and I'm that electrical-brained weird thing that you just keep coming back to. Oh, just let that little spark in your mind yeah, that you can't get away. Yeah. <laughs> Covered um, in glass. Welcome back. Know. Welcome back. You had the week off. I uh, had multiple. What did you do? I really didn't watch anything bad, so that was good. <laughs> Thank you. I really loved watching good <laughs> movies and actually uh, appreciating them. So Sorry, we're back to bad movies. I know, it's really sad. And today's movie, Van Helsing, was actually picked by our special guest in the studio. Joining us in the studio today is writer-director duo. Uh, they directed uh, this new, brand new short horror, right? Short, short horror. The title of it is Foxwood. Please welcome Trevor Dillon and Ian Hawk. Hey guys, that's yeah. <laughs> is okay. that how you doing? Intro? So that's yeah, that's Trevor. Yes, that's me. And Ian. Ian. Ian, how you doing? Good, good. We're uh, excited to be here. Thanks for having us, uh, gentlemen. Uh, tell us a little bit about uh, Foxwood, like uh, basically how how it came to be, uh, how you guys met, uh, and then how, what what inspired you to do this film uh, in particular. Cool, cool. Um, well, it's kind of a long story, but I'll keep it short. Um, Trevor and I uh, went to high school together. We um, got to know each other better in college um, through film and whatnot and through our kind of mutual interests and stuff of film and genre, horror, science fiction and all that. We kind of decided that 
we wanted to move forward with filmmaking. And so we started to do a bunch of like low budget shorts and kind of, we didn't essentially go to film school. So they were kind of like trial and error sort of a things and stuff, kind of get our footing in the ground and whatnot. And so we did like two or three. And then our fourth was essentially Foxwood, which was our very first kind of like fully realized sort of beginning, middle and end sort of a story with dialogue, full story um, and a lot of, crazy like monster horror tropes and fun things like that so um and the idea was essentially just born out of our love of horror and horror comedy in particular as well and we wanted to tell a sort of female driven story um that kind of played on the tropes of horror but then also added something different as well a little couple twists and turns here and there so yeah yeah excellent we met we well we didn't meet again we went to high school together and college technically but the first time we had like a real conversation was at like a really shitty sushi restaurant (laughs) and then we were like why don't we just like make movies like our own movies and so yeah that's what we did and now we're four shorts in and this was fox was the first one we wrote and directed together actually okay um so i guess my next question is and i i don't i do not want to spoil it for our audience out there um we'll be doing that for for all of those who do not want to know what foxwood is um don't listen to the end of the podcast because we're going to go into it after after we do van helsing we'll go into actual details and plot and like because i i do have some specific questions for you guys about uh oh yeah i, I was so enthralled with this this little short um that's pretty uh, nice and, no i'm dead serious yeah. um it 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 fascinated me. Um, I don't know what your take on it was, Jared, but like, you didn't watch I, it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Cause yeah. no, I did. <laughs> That's what he meant by good yeah. things. You'll He's been watching good things. Um, I was like, God, this shit. What questions no, is it good. It's, but it's yeah. really hard for me to ask questions that don't spoil it because there's yeah. it's, it's, um, how, how did you compare it, Jared? Um, without, uh, like, what is the feel that you took from it? It's you said just be, okay. This is, it's, 100% just because it came out in the past um, week, I guess. Mm-hmm. This, the fourth season of Black Mirror. Mm. Okay. Not to give anything away, but okay. it's it's in it's Feels in true. the realm of that. Sure, That's sure. right. It's, You're correct. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nice. I was like, it had, it's, and it's honestly just because, like, I've never been a fan of Black Mirror just because I don't want to feel overwhelmed and just broken down (laughs) black mirror has a really strong way of making me feel sad sure (laughs) sure um just i don't i don't want to live in a world like that but like that's it's 100 percent what it connected to Mm -hmm. and so that it's it was a short but i felt like it could have been that full 50 minutes mm-hmm. of most definitely yeah, i mean that was kind of yeah. our attention there's such a hard dynamic nowadays when you're trying to get story and things off the ground and it's like yeah. do you want to do a feature or do you have to do a short first that pitches the feature world or this or that and so we wanted to essentially we arrived at the idea of telling something that was somewhat simple and self-contained but also by the end of it yeah. kind of opened the world for potential of a bigger story so well, it gets into the whole thing of like what is better as a a quick go at it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. compared to a diving into and actually developing it. Most right. definitely. Yeah, the, the feature would not be like a longer version of the short. The yeah. feature would be what would happens after the short. So mm-hmm. the, yeah. really our short was like the first like 
five minutes of what the feature would be. Yeah, the shorts really what we kind of decided on was just to kind of like do something that set up the bigger world of what the feature yeah. story takes place. Yeah. In. Nice. So for those who are interested in actually um, watching this film uh, that you guys did, uh, my question would be, one, how do you, how would you sum up the film? Like, how would you pitch it to somebody uh, without giving anything away? What What would you say that your summation of the film is? Um, I've, I've used it's – it's there's a term now called punchline short films where it's a film you have to stick with it until you get to the punchline. Um, but I would think – I think of it as like a twisted romantic comedy set in the world of horror slasher tropes. Okay. Yep. Uh, would you have to agree with that? Ian? Yeah, most definitely. I mean, yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah, you'd have to agree. <laughs> He's like, absolutely not. We have a difference of opinion, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. right? And that's how bad movies are wind up getting right, made right, eventually. Exactly. Right. <laughs> and then I guess uh, my only other question before we continue, um, like I said, we're going to go into more depth at the end of this podcast so that nobody who is interested in uh, seeing it without the spoiler uh, gets spoiled. Mm -hmm. uh, my last question would be um, – how does one find it right now? Yeah, Ian, you can tell. <laughs> uh, so right now the film's in the middle of its uh, festival circuit. So it started kind of uh, this past fall and it's going to continue into the new year. Um, yeah. Oh, t uh, before before you answer that, uh, explain that. I wanted to mention the festivals. Like where 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 have you gone? And you've you've won some awards already. Uh, not necessarily awards, but kind of getting into these festivals in itself is almost like an award because they're very oh, yeah. very hard to get into. So. We were lucky enough to get into one of the biggest uh, film festivals and longest-running film festivals in L.A., which is awesome. Uh, Shriekfest in L.A., which was also um, bi-coastal for its first year, too. It was also in Orlando, so that was kind of a two-for-one sort of a thing. It's also been in uh, up in Idaho at Idaho Horror Film Festival, which is kind of a cool, a little bit more intimate, but like cult film festival. It's a new was, one. was really, really cool. Yeah. Um, Sacramento Horror, uh, which is, again, a little bit smaller of a festival, but... Really, really cool, cult, intimate vibe. Um, and then just recently uh, down at Horrible Imaginings in San Diego at kind of like the spinoff specialized event for it called uh, Ho Ho Horrible Imaginings, focusing on Christmas horror in particular. So. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Um, and that, yeah, when you mentioned Christmas, that's something that I want to get into later on. Most too. definitely. Most um, definitely. So uh, once again, I'll re-ask the question because I interrupted. <laughs> that's all right. Uh, where can one find this right now to watch? Unfortunately, because it's in the middle of its festival circuit, there's a lot of like stipulations and regulations that they have and rules. Until the film's done with its festival run, um, it can't be online. So probably towards the end of this coming summer, we'll mm -hmm. be done with its festival run, and the link will be made public online. So on our website, on YouTube, and um, Instagram, Vimeo, and uh, all those kind of channels and whatnot. So Okay, so, yeah. and we'll, we'll plug that by the end of the episode Great. as well. Because uh, those who are listening are driving, and we'll mm -hmm. tell them to pull over by the end. <laughs> Great. Uh, I just assume everyone's driving when they listen yeah. to us. <laughs> That's all I listen to when I drive. So. <laughs> yeah. But no, I mean this podcast. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I appreciate yeah. it. Ooh, Thank you. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you know so, too much about yeah, me. Yeah, I've, I've, I've crashed many times. <laughs> <laughs> you did what? Right. <laughs> Ah, ah, Silent Night. Oh God. Um, yeah. What do you guys know about uh, Christmas horror? You brought up horror. You guys haven't been doing a million Christmas horror. Uh, no, movies not on at this all. Like, 
we we yeah we just did uh last last month we did uh silent night deadly night um and it's a uh, second uh, sequel yeah uh, i mean it's first sequel <laughs> yeah. uh we we have not touched upon three four or five in the franchise yeah. yet but yeah we did that and then just to keep the holiday slasher kind of feel we did new year's evil as well so mm-hmm. yeah we we've been kind of bogged down with some horror films which seem to be our favorite anyway though like they're <laughs> right. just they are they're nice it's it's the hidden gems of uh i don't know of the the movies we love yeah uh. it's the it's the hidden gems of the b movies it's, it's where you find it because it's it's what people want it's what they they like to see and it's also easy to be poked at absolutely so um when when you came to us and was like oh we'd love to come on and uh you know just shoot the shit make fun of a movie <laughs> um i said yeah absolutely and i try as much as possible to let the guests pick and this was your pick yes. dan helsing <laughs> why did you choose this so, um, first of all <laughs> sorry um but also we like um so like something like Silent Night, Deadly Night, all some of these um, yeah. cultier films, we don't really subscribe ourselves to a lot of those. Like I don't haven't even seen a lot of whole, like I stick to the classic horror films. And I I'll, am trying to get them to this theater so hard. Yeah, I talk yeah. to you about it all the time. Like, can we just do this piece of shit? Like it doesn't yeah. matter. Nobody owns the rights. It's cool. Yeah, um, <laughs> but we love like um, not just the Universal monsters, but we watch quality horror film or at least i try you know some people are like i love nightmare on m street 4 and i'm like i haven't even seen nightmare on m street 4 like why would i i'm like why would i you know what i mean like the first one's so good and it's like i don't know dream master oh yeah i've seen dream i've seen dream warriors the third one yeah dream Um, masters after that oh boy yeah (laughs) no thanks (laughs) um but yeah we love um frankenstein the wolfman um bride of frankenstein is one of my favorite movies of all time we'll get to that but and yeah, most definitely. Uh, the, the Universal Horror Movie Monsters are, again, like one of the core reasons why we love movies and one of the things that we kind of grew up on as kids and whatnot. And so to see them presented in a film like this and then presented in a way that is so... How would you guys put it? Well, I think I get. I, I was gonna say it crushes all your dreams, hopes, and 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 yeah. <laughs> just everything that you have. We yeah. just uh, we wanted to drop some bombs on it, I guess. Hell yeah, yeah. <laughs> love it. Uh, so shall we? Let's, yeah, <laughs> let's dive on in, right? So uh, this movie was supposed to be another start to another Universal franchise, just I... like. Think this was actually the beginning, right? Mm-hmm. Just meaning, to, like, when I say another, yeah. is that people are pretty much probably familiar with what happened last year yeah. with the Mummy, the Dark with Tom Universe. Cruise, yeah, and another another failure for yeah. Universal Monsters. Um, well, this was like it even starts off in kind of the exact same manners as the Mummy, that whole reestablishment of the Dark Universe, mm-hmm. because we. Uh, just like fun fact for the readers we were going to do the mummy the new one with tom cruise but we were like this is too boring mm-hmm. which is really tough for us to call <laughs> yeah. there's been a handful but that was one that we were like oh no like mm-hmm. we every like we both fully watched it got through it and then we're like what do we talk about and this one it even starts kind of the same way to where like 
you have Universal, you have the logo going around the planet, and then it's like lightning strike, and like mm-hmm. the logo goes black and white, black and, white. and you're like, wow, spooky. And it like the first scenes that we get are black and white. Which and I think... argued, I argued that this movie probably would, I would have been more accepting of it, or at least oh, accepting no. of the poor CGI oh. if the whole movie was in black and white well, as an homage. Yeah. yeah, but even then, it's. So they do a black and white scene, and this is – we'll probably go back to it. But, like, the whole first scene of black and white, it happens, and then it's, like, next scene. And you're, like, finally, like, it'll be, like, 50, 150 years later. And then it's, like, <laughs> one year later. Yeah. Within, and within it's a, in color. Within a and year. And it's in color, and that's the rest of the movie. Yeah. I was so mad. I was, like, nope, I don't subscribe to it. But it was uh, so. Our first scene is it's black and white, and it's it's um, it's a fight, as they all are. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, mean, I, I can't feel like even that's fully. This, I can't I fully like remember, but it was just a fight. Is. It was an homage to Bride of Frankenstein, where they had the beautiful uh, windmill go up in yes. flames, yes. except okay, it, nothing looks it, even remotely as good as that movie did, Bride of Frankenstein, a hundred years okay, ago. Okay, here's the problem with this black and white thing, right? Mm-hmm. Is that it just looks like when they put like the first season of Walking Dead on black and white, where you're like, you, you didn't film it in black yeah, and white, right. and you can tell that all you did was desaturate the entire thing. Well, right? that's a Frank Darabont thing, because Walking Dead, they made black and white, and then the movie The Mist was, um, they have a black and white version of that as well. He directed The Mist as well, and the black and white version of The Mist is better because of what you said. The CGI looks better. Um, I don't know how this movie would have turned out and black and white. that... That one was the one that was done in nineteen. The Mist. The Mist. Like two thousand two thousand seven. Oh, two thousand seven. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, oh, I... Were you thinking of the original, the John yeah. Carpenter? That's I've such only... a good movie. Yeah. No, the, I've only that, ever that, seen the that's John the Carpenter. Fog. That's the Fog. Yeah. yeah that's the oh, Fog. The fog. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Tomato, tomato. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, one's a great movie. One's. Yeah. Well, you know. one is like I might dense, have seen, and yeah. one is like misty. I might have seen both, but. I, all I remember is everything built up to the. I don't think it was HBO. There was some TV show recently that I was like, "Looks neat." Won't watch because I knew it was going to be like so trope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I was like, "No, thank you." So, um, in this in this thing, uh, Doctor uh, Victor Frankenstein creates the Frankenstein monster. Yeah. Um, and then it turns out that Dracula gave him all his equipment, bought it for him. I don't know. It was basically I, Victor Frankenstein's sponsor. Like, something. <laughs> I, don't even... I, I mean, essentially. Okay. It's just fun trying to watch you make sense of the plot. <laughs> I, I, well, that's, that's the problem with this movie yeah. is, and this is going to happen so much, is that, like, there are – this is a movie that was basically like, hey – you guys like Universal Monsters? And you're like, fuck yeah. And they're like, good, because fuck all that. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. It's just like everything that you know about it where you're like, uh, you know the rules. Uh, at this point, this is 2004. These movies yeah. have been out for yeah. you know 80 years at this point. And they go, yeah, you know all the rules. You've seen every single like version of Dracula and everything. Yeah, that doesn't matter. Why, why right? can't studio movies just like play it straightforward every once in a while? Like, why did everything have to be like a not period appropriate? Like, yeah. nothing looked like it should have. It's yeah. just like, why does the first Van Helsing movie have to be a twist on the genre that doesn't exist yet? Well, it was supposed to be, uh, and I this was just from reading trivia about it. It was supposed to be that the first movie, the first Van Helsing thing. The original idea was that an outlaw or a sheriff from the wild, wild west was transported to Europe 
and he had to like you know quote unquote tame the situation of vampires. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> which is just yeah. that's more than I think this movie explains. That's something. Yeah, Two that's points something. away from Will Smith. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> and then James Smith comes in, or yeah. was it was it what, James, James West? West yeah. James, James West, West yeah. yeah, James Smith. <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah, it's established that. Victor Frankenstein makes the Frankenstein monster, and then um, Igor's there, but he doesn't look anything like Igor. Mm. He looks like somebody who just basically got, like, a burn victim. Yeah. yeah. Um, Smacked in the face with a <laughs> fucking, like... With a taser stick? Yeah. <laughs> I was um, gonna say just, like, a skillet. Yeah. A skillet. Oh, okay. Like a cauterizer. Yeah. yeah. So, while all this is going on... Um, the village people led by like a blonde Marilyn Manson undertaker. Mm. <laughs> that's that's perfect description. <laughs> or like the candy man from Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. He's like... there for 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> right? Don't understand. What is his deal, guys? What is that guy's deal? Your I, guess is as good as mine. Yeah, don't ask me uh, that's, the, uh, the machinations of this movie. He literally tries to kill him just so that he can put him in a grave? Well, it's just like that's riffraff's way. Not, it's riffraff. <laughs> that's literally yeah. It was like, mm, that's astounding. <laughs> and then he kept going on. I was only away for a moment, master. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. What I don't understand what that guy's deal is. He seems to be like, uh, I don't know. Whenever the town wants to pitchfork pitchfork somebody, he just shows up. Yeah. I don't. I don't understand why he That wants... was actually um, the influence for the original Pitchfork Festival. Oh, yeah? Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> they're like, Romania, what up? <laughs> so, I mean, they're basically, redo like you said, redoing the whole Bride of Frankenstein part right. minus the bride. Right. Which probably would have been a decent addition to yeah, this entire sure. situation. Right? Could have been something to, like, if Frankenstein was out of control, maybe mm. control Frankenstein. I don't know. But he wasn't. Like, it, like the, okay, so uh, establishment. We have uh, Dr. Frankenstein, and he's like, I'm making a monster. And then we have Dracula there, like, I love how I you're funded impressed. it. <laughs> like, I'm trying to. Meanwhile, at the Legion of Doom. Yeah. Like, also, side note, Dracula's there, and he's like, I helped. Like, <laughs> like shaking bait? I threw 30 bucks at you, and then you see the entire the entire town. Everyone was crowdfunding like, it. They were crowdfunding yeah, the monster. Yeah. yeah. They're like, we all put in our torches, yeah. and we're going to attack. And the only reason that we have an attack plan is because they're like, he grave robbed. Yeah, let's That's burn it. down this that tower. Is literally yeah. Like nobody can see your no. action. Right. Yeah. <laughs> It was just a fist The silence forward. worked. The yeah. silence no. worked. But that's essentially <laughs> that's what, what it was, even then. Yeah. That was, that's their reasoning behind attacking attacking Dr. Frankenstein and his tower was he grave robbed. Right. And we want to punish him. Right. And this is weird, too, Which because even then, like, what's I established arm, later on he... when Van Helsing comes to Transylvania mm -hmm. is that, like, they're all pretty much complacent with, like, this is life. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. They're like, so, like, why would they, a year prior, be like, um, let's go storm the castle? Right. Like, because the, the next year, they're like, this is what they do. They come out. They feed on one of us. Like, Charlie got it last week. Barbara yeah. got it this week. It yeah. is what it is. They only feed 
they do not multiply, we're good. Right. right? That's like their deal. Right? Yeah, I don't mean to jump ahead of when the transformation scene. No, jump. But there was like 500 people running around, like a ton of extras when the flying ladies came yeah. in. Yeah. And like, you're right, one person died. Yep. Out of all 500, <laughs> one person just died. Um. So basically, this scene sums up Dracula is like, I don't need you, Victor Frankenstein, which it's like, yeah, you probably will. Right. Which he does, of course, mm-hmm. right? Uh, bites Frankenstein, Victor Frankenstein, and, and he's dead. And then. Frankenstein's like, no, master, and takes him and... Frankenstein's monster. I'm going to call him Frankenstein by the end. Or just just, the monster. I want to be that that, that idiot. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, What are you, Ghostface? Correcting like, no, it's Jason Voorhees' mother. (laughs) (laughs) Don't do that to me. Don't do that to Ah. me. Um, We don't have time to keep reiterating here. Mm -hmm. Okay, so the monster grabs Victor as body and... um, his body, <laughs> like, like I added a body. I gotta run away, and he runs yeah. away to a windmill. And they they go what? and they burn down the windmill. Now they overestablish here as if we're we like we would not suspend believability and be like, how did that windmill catch on fire? They were like, it also has alcohol in it, and yeah. things. I'm yeah. like, I don't need that. The windmill right. <laughs> is where the drunkards just really go to not drink at a bar. M- meanwhile, they focus on absinthe. Right? Yeah, and then yeah. they're drinking absinthe later on when they fall through and the you, floor. Yeah, yeah, and you think it's important, but it's not. It's no. just European. Like yeah. they just wanted to add that part in. Yeah, right. It's I the buy, Green Fairy. <laughs> I buy a windmill as just <clears throat> don't let it touch your tongue. I buy a windmill as just being flammable anyway. Like yeah. that's why I see your point of just like yeah. why do you need to add that in? <laughs> it's it's made of wind wood. plus yeah. fire. I'm pretty sure right. we're it's good here. Good enough for me. <laughs> wind, wood, and fire. I mean, that's what it is. Yeah. Now, um. So, um. Like Jared said, one year later, um, we uh, get Universal invented color, right? <laughs> and uh, which, like I said, it would have been great to just keep it a period piece, like do do Mel Brooks style, you know, make it an homage. Well, usually a like, movie like would have that big moment and then cut to like the Van Helsing credit credit like nope. would come up nothing yeah. just one year later than a poster. Wait, when did the Van Helsing no, never credit? never happened? Yeah, there never wasn't a title it. card. No, no. Nope. you're right. Yeah, there wasn't. Holy hell. Um, yeah, it was well because they hadn't. <laughs> there wasn't to the end. It wasn't to the end credits that there yeah. was a title. Oh, was there? Okay. Yeah, well, there was because they finally established who Van Helsing after was. every single actor was appeared on their own little title card. Then it said Van Helsing. No. Yes. Oh man. So I okay. This is a movie that I feel like thinks that it's like the second or third movie in a franchise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In which we've already seen him do things before, right? Yeah. And it decides that it wants to take us to Notre Dame, where <laughs> Quasimodo lives. But, but no. it's not <laughs> but Quasimodo. No. There are some no. references, too. Right? Because he's like, the bells! And I'm like, that's not your thing, dude. Yeah, the like, bells of Notre Dame. Right? And then he never said it. Yeah. So, basically... Um, they Man, have a fight, yeah. but it, <laughs> like, it's it's Doctor well, Jekyll and Mister right, Hyde. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. But it's Mister Hyde right now, mm-hmm. and he looks like a really bad, like skin colored CGI version of the Hulk. Yeah. Well, right? even the, it, I don't think it was more of the Hulk. I think it was more of Wolverine Hulk out because he's like eating a cigar and oh like, yeah it's a cigar. guys when did like, when did league of extraordinary gentlemen come out uh, i don't know but the, i couldn't name a movie that was, was more similar to van helsing yeah. than it's the exact league of extraordinary same gentlemen. and they have dr dr jekyll mr hyde yes. with like the exact same mm-hmm. cgi yeah. mm-hmm. oh my god right 
Um, I want to say it was 2004 also. Yeah, like the same year. Really? Yeah. You think so? So, oh, uh, when they fight, um, eh, one, it's hard to understand half of the dialogue coming out of his mouth because, mm-hmm. like, they chose to give him a uh, cigar. Right. Right? So he's like, but chewing. he also just ate the cigar, so it probably burned a lot of his mouth. 2003. So, 2003 mm-hmm. for Extraordinary Gentlemen. So, like, the year before. Right. Yeah. So you know that they went there and watched it. And was like, oh, we got to do better. Right. Nope. <laughs> this no. is what they came up with. Or they loved yeah. it and were like, let's do the exact same thing. Right. People people seem to have accepted that one, right? I mean, it didn't ruin Sean Connery's career or anything. Right? <laughs> yeah. He Has he done a movie since then? The That's where no, he right? retired. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that, that was it. That was him, his welcome to Mooseport, like uh, Gene Hackman. Oh. He's just done. <laughs> so, um, yeah, from here, they have this fight. I mean, there is so much rope swinging in this movie. Yeah. It's like Shia LaBeouf in Indy 4. <laughs> well, you know what it is? It, it's, <laughs> yes. It's just a video game, and Mr. Hyde is a boss in the video game. Yes, it looks like a video game. Yeah, and then um, he hits the bell, and that's the boss's weakness. Sorry. Yeah, that's yeah. the boss's weakness, and so that yes. like opens him up to be attacked, and it's just like, this is a video game. We're watching a video game already in 2004. Yeah. Yeah, and and you have grappling hooks, and you yeah. have your saw, your your hand cranked saw blades. Yeah. Well, uh, what's it? What's that phrase when stuff is like old but new? Oh, so steampunk. Steampunk. steampunk we, we, correct. Yeah. We put up with a lot of steampunk bullshit like on this Wild on Wild this West. podcast. <laughs> yeah, the steampunkness of like the insistence Casper. on that. Oh my god, yeah. I hate it so much. Yeah. Well, this 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 movie actually for their video game things they um. They had video game ports for the Xbox, for the PlayStation. For this? Yeah. Yeah. And then they also, so we have Xbox, PlayStation, and Game Boy Advanced. Oh. So that's kind of different in what they were... Trying to get for Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how they did the other two, but I could see how they did advanced i mean it's the same thing i'm pretty scrolling i'm almost positive they had action figures i don't remember yeah. them but i mean this they? Is, they they planned the film to be a massive huge yeah. again like beginning of a whole universe you know before the cinematic universes were kind of a thing really. and that's yeah. that's the problem here is that like they thought just like batman and robin and wild wild west they thought franchise and they thought um I, what's it called action figures yeah. and merchandise before they thought story mm-hmm. well i think that's the thing is they wanted to put too much into one thing to make that franchise and that story where they should have scaled back a little bit well yeah why give us everything in the first movie yeah. why not show us something and then be like well i want more of that like no, oh, in the just... next movie you'll get frankenstein yeah. yeah is what they should have done yeah this should have been just him versus dracula yeah. right yeah like i said this felt like the third movie in like a trilogy or yeah. something like where... where they all were in it yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> where like it should have been van helsing versus wolfman van helsing versus the mummy like whatever awesome. right yeah, and awesome. then built it up to this whole thing of this is been dracula's plot since the beginning is to have him interact with all these creatures and yeah right yeah i mean even that would have been very just colluded i Mm. mean not not convoluted convoluted Convoluted. thank you which is the perfect word for this movie yeah yeah so um this fight ends with him harpooning jack uh Dr. Jekyll, or, well, Mr. Hyde, Mr. Hyde, in the chest, and then yanking him off of the Church of Notre Dame. Yeah, yanking him off in the Church of Notre Dame. And then he <laughs> proceeds to change back into Dr. Jekyll before 
falling to his death? As he's falling, just before he hits the ground, and then the townspeople come in and go, murderer, because they've seen a human <laughs> being has been killed. Right? But, like, if he had just stayed as as Hyde, I think he would have survived the fall. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? That's true, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, wh- what? Well, the Hulk, the Hulk would have, so. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> good yeah. enough for me. Oh, absolutely. So, um... Now we go. Now this movie decides that it wants to become James Bond, <laughs> because yeah. he goes he goes into the Vatican, right? Uh, Van Helsing does, and he proceeds to go into confession, right? And then confession booth then transforms into like a hidden door chamber <laughs> that leads down, right? And then you're con- you're confronted by a cardinal who basically is like M. Right, giving giving him his next mission Mm -hmm. to do, and be like, you've never fought something like this before, you know the the evil Count Dracul, right? And you're just like, oh my god, the way they pronounce it, just say Dracula, yeah, please, (laughs) right? Even even the title card on here uh, for his actual uh, is uh, Count Vladislas Dracula. Well, and just and just the way that. The actor says it is just ooh. this guy. Oh my god, this guy is chewing so much scenery in this movie. On top of having the hair that he does, oh. <laughs> <laughs> hair, uh, hair, earrings. Um, he is he is ballet dancing with himself in this movie. Mm-hmm. He likes to submerge himself into ice. For some reason. <laughs> well, I think the ice is a transportation method. But we'll get into that later. Sure. <laughs> and then, so they give him his mission. They say, hey, you've got to find the Valerius, which is like the 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 family that basically has been cursed. Oh, God, I'm going to try go. to get yeah. through this. Here we right? go. Again, I know. Right? This is a family that has been cursed to basically fight Dracula throughout the course of time. Time, yeah. Right? And basically... With every single one of them that dies, their souls are trapped in some sort of limbo until someone of the family does off Dracula. Yep. And then right? they all yep, are released. But no one ever does. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. She doesn't by the end of the movie either. Right. <laughs> she just dies. A herself. weird plot point. You, all you got to do is help. Yeah. <laughs> like you just lend a hand. Sure. Right? So, um,. Then Van Helsing goes into the Q lab, <laughs> right, <laughs> and and sees all the gas, the gadgets. Uh, wow, gadgets and gizmos. All the gadgets, the gadgets and gasmos. That's what I was gonna say. Um, that that uh, the Vatican's cooking up for the next army of the undead. Yeah. Like it's just so. You're just like what? Like, and yeah. at, at how long are we into the movie in this? You know, it's like you're already exhausted. It's like you're this, 10 make, minutes. this, this yeah, makes no sense, in. and it's like, oh, my God. Yeah, you're like 10 it's, minutes in. That's it. Well, everything everything that's done in this movie is a very universal approach to it because Universal has their, their like, rock-solid ways of doing movies, especially, like, the extreme movies to where they – like to establish but they establish like hardcore and then like you have the next scene that they do and it's like the build up and the build up's always like hardcore like everything <laughs> that universal does is this most like they want you to know that everything in this scene matters 100 mm-hmm. percent, and you're like mm, you don't have to do that right because even then in this next scene when you're getting like 
the we'll call it the James Bond equivalent of um, Q and yeah, he's James. giving him gadgets and gizmos, yeah. showing him the Gatling he's gun, like, and its crossbow. Well, he picks up like this, like the this, bomb, the bomb thing, the light like, bomb. I don't know from what this will do. Yeah, it's he's, the light bomb from Blade, guys. He's like, <laughs> like, come on. I don't know what will happen, but it extremes, it, it like points out a lot of extreme light. Might come in like a handy. And throws it in a bag, and you're like, mm, "Well, they're vampires, so okay, they don't like light." That shit shouldn't work. If if sunlight can't work, if the clouds are pa- meanwhile, clouds take a big part oh, in this movie big, yeah. as a secondary character. Oh boy, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so if sun, if 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 the vampire like, queens, but this bomb can go through walls, apparently. Anything, <laughs> yeah. This bomb corners. was set off in a door, like <laughs> past a door in a like fifteen by ten room, let's say. But it somehow manages to light up Dude, the whole ballroom, an entire yeah. castle. Right. Well, it's because we established a scene in which we had hundreds of vampires, and then was like, we can't afford. No that one could get him out unless <laughs> they're undead. Um. Yeah. So. But then he decides, I guess for comedic relief, that he, that the friar is going to join him on this adventure instead of just give him his gadgets. Yeah. Right? Well, the friar has the know-how of the gadgets, and the friar likes to uh, be there. Guys, I have a question. Was the friar a no. virgin? Yeah, he was. He was. <laughs> right? And he used his position of heroics to get to some ass. get it. That friar's <laughs> hole is loose now. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, he <laughs> loosened a hole. No longer a man of the cloth because <laughs> he was able to put it in something else. Man that came on the cloth. Um, yeah, right. So, no, my question was... Um, Jeez. I... No, he wasn't attractive. No, all no, that, you know? it's not that either. It's okay. They, the Vatican seems to know everything there is about these monsters, right? Yet, Van Helsing doesn't even seem to know where to shoot the next villains, like, at all, right? Yeah. Right. Like, they're, he's, they're like, in the heart, asshole. <laughs> you know? and he's like, oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> like, he doesn't know. Like, and and even in the, the next scene where he's like, he's like, hey, holy water. And he's like, oh, OK. You know, like he doesn't seem to know what he's up against at any time. Well, it's like that whole thing of like, oh, he's really good, but he doesn't know. Like execution. That works when your lead actor isn't Hugh Jackman or yeah. trying to portray himself as like a badass, right? You know? Like yeah. he's not like a buffoon. They don't portray him like that. I mean, that would have been a take on the film, but that's not what they do at all. He doesn't know what he's doing, but the film doesn't know that he, you know, it's right? Like that. And they make I, him out to be infamous already. Right? Yeah. It's like, well, infamous for what? Just normal bounty hunting? His well, hair. His it's, hair. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> His hair. That is definitely something like a really well-off 17-year-old from the Midwest would do. Yes. Like, mm-hmm. hello. His hair just looks like a beautiful, like, I just stepped off from the beach. Well, that's, I mean, <laughs> like, I feel like all the characters in this film have very much have, like, that vibe. They're way too like, pretty. It's just like, no, it's, it's like yeah. the whole, but I mean, so many action movies have, like, the overly sexualized, like, image for everyone. Yeah. It's just like, it's so, I guess that's some people's taste, but it's just like, it's just so obnoxious, especially, like, Again, when you look at what these films were based on and stuff, and 
what they were. It's just well, just the next fight sequence where she lands in his crotch yeah, oh in my face. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. yeah. What um, the fuck? What? I know. I know. Like, well, that's okay. So our entire next uh, fight sequence is. Meanwhile, there's something we skipped. Her brother. <laughs> The her, whole, brother her brother her brother basically they were trying to capture a werewolf which was con- again convoluted like what was their plan <laughs> i don't know yeah, that it was, was like drop him in well, a hole think, and uh, then have that hole have a cage in it and let's bring that cage up into the sky and, shoot and it. then shoot it yeah but the werewolf bleeds green goo yeah, for some yeah. reason so in justifying <laughs> their actions for this i think their idea was because um, they touch on it later, they say that Dracula has always had a werewolf sidekick that friend. he could tame, <laughs> and so their idea so, is so man's best friend. Yeah, it's so insulting. But their idea, <laughs> right? but the whole thing that comes back to it is spoiler for the ending. Wait, don't do it. I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Only he I was like, like do I do it, it or like... not? I was yeah. like, oh no, do it. Only a werewolf can destroy the head vampire. Right. Right? Right. So, with the... the what's his name? So, your best main friend vampire, all along yeah. was your worst enemy. But, like, with the main vampire, <laughs> if he creates That's and tames... <laughs> yeah. Right? But he, if he creates and tames that vampire, then he is in control of that quote-unquote You mean, demise. of the werewolf. The vampire, yeah. The vampire creates the the if werewolf. He, if he tames the werewolf, exactly. That, yeah. If he gets that control over it, so he does that. Are you, are you lost to... yet, folks? Yeah, folks a little home, bit. Lost? I'm lost to myself. But if he controls the werewolf, then he has some uh, idea of how to not be killed. <laughs> because they even say <laughs> they even say in the movie they're like, oh. He's got control over him. There needs to be a way to figure Guys, out how to let him. If, okay. Whatever. Stop. We're just stopping. I'm halting the show right here, right now. All if right. your plan, I mean, if you know that the only way you can die is by the hand of a werewolf, would your plan not be to then wipe out all werewolves instead of whatever the fuck this movie's plot is? Yeah, like why? That would have been a if, if they were gonna go that way. It would have been cool if. Uh, you know, Count Vladislav Dracula um, hired <laughs> Hugh Jackman to kill all of the werewolves, and you know, for him that, that would have been, been good. That would have been a plot, or the fact that maybe secretly Van Helsing knows he's always been a werewolf, so uh, like he yeah. is the last one. You know, <laughs> well, see, that would have been thought, cool, right? That would have been cool. Yeah, I thought Van Helsing was going to be a vampire or a werewolf. Like he had the ring that was connected to it. Yeah, like. Threads. Uh-huh. They're yeah. called threads, yeah. and they're all left dangling in this movie. So okay. red hair rings. And yeah, they're all speaking blue. Speaking of red hair, um, <laughs> the next, the next scene. I love this chick. She's yeah. gorgeous. Um, uh, I do. Whatever. Don't roll no, your eyes. No, it was that was a, he would. <laughs> of course, I love I love them redheads. <laughs> no, you just love them with women parts. Yeah. <laughs> that's true yeah shame. sorry ed shireen shame <laughs> yeah. no he's not a redhead to be meddled with oh so um he's a frog <laughs> so now van helsing has showed up in transylvania with the friar and this is where he meets anna uh who is now because her brother just fell over a cliff right with no confirmation by the way she's just immediately got a tear like ah oh. 
dead. Gone. <laughs> right? Uh, battling the, the werewolf. Um, so now she's the last of the Valerius. Um, and immediately she's over-sexualized, mm-hmm. right? Uh, everybody else is poor peasants, like, to the extreme, mm-hmm. right? Like, dirt all over them, like, ratty clothes. She sh- steps in. She's got a bustier. She's got, like, um, her, her breasts are pretty much uh, exposed, um, and she's wearing and, pants, which I was like, don't think pants were a thing for women at this time. N- I mean, not unless you're you're a strong, independent woman yeah. from the 1400s. Um, but immediately she's introduced in this scene as like it was 1887. That's right. 88. Yeah. One of those two. I was thinking 1400s because they mentioned that for Dracula. Yeah. Sorry. No, it was um, 1880 something. But the camera shows her like she's straddling the camera basically. Right. right. It's like the camera is a low, low shot uh, on this platform and it, her feet are, are basically the only thing in shot. And you're just like, well, you're already over sexualizing her, right? Meanwhile, he was he was like licking his lips basically at her photograph, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody else was like, uh, like old stoic, like uh, you know, take the photo, you know, like 1800s photos. Hers was like seductive, right? Just, like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, mm, no, hers would be creepy and like weird hair too, because this is like Civil War times, basically, yeah. right? Everybody in Civil War times looked like they already were a ghost. Right. You know, <laughs> so um, and so uh, immediately they're just attacked. Yeah. Right. It's just it's attack time. Well, right after the line of Kate Beckinsale saying to um, to Van Helsing, uh, I don't need your help. We don't oh, yeah. need your help. And then two seconds later, we do really need your help. Right. Yeah. yeah. Meanwhile, because they're this... attacking in the daytime and that's totally unheard of. Right. Right. Because clouds. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. that's what it turns out to be. Mm-hmm. Um, clouds, when they cover the sun or the moon, things just don't happen the way that you know them to be in any <laughs> previous monster movie, no. apparently. Yeah. Which has got to be really like, it's got to be really annoying. Like you, as as a vampire, if the clouds were over the sun, I don't think you would take the risk. Right, because right. the cause can move at any moment, yeah, like, and what if you're nowhere near coverage? Yeah, and this was like a calculated attack. Right, it like it could have gone wrong at any time. You Absolutely, know? right. And then when it comes to the wolf later on, I'm pretty sure you don't like change in, change out, change in, change out yeah. all night long as the moon's like, uh, it's gonna be a cloudy night. Better not go out tonight. You know, like it's yeah. not. No, that's not how this thing works. I'm pretty sure when it's a full moon out. Your wolf body just <laughs> yeah. I couldn't even get through wolf yeah. body. Your wolf body just knows, right? It's like yeah, now we're wolf tonight, right? Like yeah. at least for the next two, three nights, that's how full moons work, right? Huh. I'm a big <laughs> I'm, I'm a big <laughs> werewolf guy. Yeah, Ian knows, and the way they show the transformation in this movie was not normal. I mean, obviously, usually you just transform it. Whereas, like, in this movie, they would just, like, tear their skin off to reveal yeah. that there was a wolf under their Which human skin. Which is what skin. the uh, what, what the yeah. director really wanted. That's, like, it's the like, first bit, bit of trivia. The I mean, beast coming <laughs> from within is, like, what he wanted it to be portrayed oh. as. But at the same time, like, does that mean, like, their skin comes back anew? Yeah. Like, is that a regimen I can get in on? Because yeah. I'd love to tear all this skin off. And He's just basically regenerating skin yeah. like Wolverine would. Right. Right? I, I but in, in like, the second time you see the werewolf as well, it, he doesn't rip his skin off. Like, 
the werewolfness comes from underneath, mm, which is yeah. a bit like oh, you deviated in that one instance. Yeah. Like you, you did something different. But what happens when, like, like you said, there's a cloud covering, and he's like, okay, I'm going to be a werewolf, rips off his skin, and then the moon hits him, and he's like, hold up, let me put this skin back on. Yeah. Like, right. it doesn't make any oh, sense. Oh, sorry. Uh, uh, sorry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm back. Sorry. Yeah. Um. So, in this moment, uh, they have a fight between the three of Dracula's brides. Yeah. Right? Um, and they're kind of my favorite part of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it just I, – I like their design. Um. It's creepy. It's I would rather see a movie where it was like Van Helsing versus them as like a solo movie too, yeah. because they're just they're I, I I like their their characters have more development, more establishment of like what their goals are, what the, what they're trying to accomplish in this movie than I think any of the other characters. Like I can't figure out what Dracula really wants to do. Them I'm like they serve Dracula and they want to make babies. Right. It's really the whole baby thing we're going to get to because that doesn't make any goddamn sense whatsoever. Right. That's yeah. not how vampires work. Yeah. And the brides, you might you completely might disagree with this, but I actually liked when they were transformed from um, what they were into like the, the normal women. I actually thought that mm-hmm. CGI looked pretty good. Yeah. That wasn't bad. It um, wasn't horrible. It, I think it was weird when the girl that does get killed in this scene, she like her her flowy robes also are like skin like mm-hmm. in the mo- I was like oh that's yeah weird. I don't know how to react to that yeah <laughs> right like because she changed from like skin to the robes and I was like you're changing from gross to hot but it's still not hot mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. so I I didn't quite know what to do uh, about that one so in this moment Van Helsing I guess dips his crossbow the entire thing. Right, just yeah. dips it, and so I guess it fills up with water. So now the the it's like the they, coating, like, yeah, it coats it. Yeah, which... so every everything that like comes out of of his crossbow like shoots out like holy water. Yeah, yeah. I thought I was like, is he making like the world's first super soaker? Yeah, that's like, what it looked like. Right? Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what it looked like. So um, he kills one of the three brides. Mm-hmm. And then the next scene has Frankenstein just coming out of a coffin of ice. I mean, not Frankenstein. Sorry, Dracula mm-hmm. coming out of a coffin of ice, just screaming like ah! <laughs> literally, <laughs> literally. To go back, how does he kill the? How does he kill one of the wives again? It's just like the, oh, the least subtle way. The crap a million out of her, times. And she yeah. like la- lands on a cathedral. <laughs> I know. Don't shame me. Jared's got the hiccups. I'm just going to say it because, but he, it's so not, it's not the audio. It's not your phone. It's not your car folks. He's just got the hiccups as, as has I'm going to call for the hiccups as the blonde lady, the bad one. We'll call her. Yeah. That was it. Um, she, he like, he dips his crossbow into the holy water and as she's flying towards him, he, like, shoots her, and she gets, like, impaled against the top of the cathedral. It's all hiccups. It's so bad. It's so bad. And she dies. Yeah, that's it. It is done. Now, Dracula, like I said, screams out of ice. He just, like, I, I don't know. He just lives his life in ice. He sleeps in like, ice. You see the ice melting, and he's like, ah! 
<laughs> it just comes up like he's stiff as a board and just comes up like right i guess he could feel the one chick's pain right yeah and then um proceeds to walk on the ceiling because everybody seems to be spider-man in this movie yeah everybody like, can walk on the ceiling the brother <laughs> yeah. uh, that's the werewolf walks on the ceiling yeah. before he's a wolf right uh dracula's walking on the ceiling they're upside down and he's just he's pissed off at them because they didn't kill the last Valerius, right? Which is Anna. Well, it also like based on context clues, it seems like they weren't actually supposed to kill her. They weren't supposed to attack, but they did it anyway. I don't understand that. Did anyone? I did. I wasn't the only person that read that, right? No. Yeah, like I'm... they, he was like, "You shouldn't have done it," but like you tried. Ah. Yeah. Like, doesn't doesn't understand, doesn't make sense. But this is where it's established that Dracula has, like, Mad Max-type minions. Yes. Oh, so these minions are supposed to be, like, a German folklore. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Which I, okay, so <laughs> a movie I, full of monsters and stuff already, yeah. like, I didn't need this. How about Creature from the Black Lagoon instead? So, oh, so the year don't, that this came out, it. yeah. Visible the, Man. The year that this came out, it was 2004, and... I I lived in Missouri at the time, but my family took a vacation out to California, and we were like, don't do Disney, let's go to Universal, it's more adult, air quotes. Oh boy. Which, yeah. <laughs> we didn't know at the time that it was 18 rides, <laughs> yeah. if that, probably yeah. closer to 13. Yeah, yeah it's, and it's less than 18. It's, yeah, it, it wasn't a fun time, but one thing they had at the time was the... The Van Helsing's yes. like scary tour, and like this was maze. like l- it's legitimately now the Walking Dead maze. Mm-hmm. There. Yeah, but yeah. this was in um, January, March, April, May, or June. Mm-hmm. This was actually no, this was in June. So this is the June time that we went, June of 2014, because this is when this would have came out, and I remember 2004. Going... Four. 2004. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, shit. No, I forgot what ages I was. I was not born in 2000. I was born in 90. But, yes, 2004, I was 13, going on 14. Mm -hmm. And I remember going through this maze, and the only thing I can can remember is a... uh, The minions. Yeah, like the people that are shorter, because midgets is bad now. Little people. Little people, yeah. So it was. There were actual little people oh, no. employed to walk around and scare you. Well, okay. And that was. They still are. All like when I they remembered, do for Chucky and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. But that was all I remembered about this show. I remember a lot of electricity and boxes, and you're supposed to go through. And yeah. There were multiple exits in case you got too scared. Like, that's all I remember from this. But I do know that those people were there. Okay. The, the German, <laughs> all right. The German folklore of little people. So um, it's established that um, Anna's brother did not die over the cliff. Yeah, he is, has became the new werewolf. He was bitten. So and and he is in control via Fra- uh, Dracula. So he decides to reverse engineer. The entire, like, Victor Frankenstein machine puts the Wolfman in it. Yeah. And that is so that he can breathe life into these pods of vampire bat babies. 
Dude, my bo- my body language right now is so bad. Every time no, it's you true. say a plot point, I just get so upset. Right. Because <laughs> okay, guys. All right. Here it is. Why the hell would vampires make babies when you can just bite somebody and become a vampire? Oh, mind you, like what the... he did during the masquerade. Right. Everybody yeah. there yeah. was already a goddamn vampire. Yeah. You have your whole army. Yeah. Why do you need these like baby bat gargoyle things? Because mm-hmm. is... that's the whole plot of the movie <laughs> well... is that he needed Victor Frankenstein's life-giving machine in order to give these baby undead bats because basically undead creatures can't make living things but they can they can make the bodies for them apparently would but, you rather bite people or like fuck tip <laughs> create like, well, let's be real we're all going for the bone but it doesn't make any sense yeah right because like basically they're saying like we as undead creatures can biologically make something but they won't be alive yeah like why would that be the biological purpose of a creature but it also it's just weird to where it's like you have to have sex with one other person to create the idea of something but then you also need frankenstein and all that electricity to make it come to life (laughs) yeah that's so much work that's a lot of work just bite a few hundred people jesus christ (laughs) Right? Because they're going to follow you. You're the head vampire, right? Yeah. They're going to, that's your, there's your army for yeah. whatever these purpose. Kids, these kids are just going to be like shitty teenager vampires eventually. Yeah. Right? Also, it's like if you need humans to feed, you're like basically it's a like supply and demand situation. <laughs> and you're creating a whole bunch of babies. You're not going to have enough humans to feed off of in like 20 years. But also, they're in a really bad like area to be feeding off people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? You like, want to feed off people? There's like Here's twenty a town people in five hundred. If that, <laughs> you just birthed two thousand of you. Yeah, slim pickings. So that's his scheme, right? Um, meanwhile, we have um, we have a little establishing scenes of like more of like Van Helsing kind of fighting with Anna. Anna wants to go off and kill Dracula on his own. He like gasses her. At one point, he's like, sorry. Yeah, right? Because he doesn't want her to go off and fight him alone. Yeah. Um, And then uh, they actually bring the little babies to life using her werewolf brother. And then they go out into the town. And this is where they don't really establish that, like, uh, because Dracula says this weird thing that made me go, what? He goes, beg the devil that this time they stay alive. I'm like. You've just been doing this shit, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> and every time trial and error, right? Jeez. And every time that the 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 little baby gargle dragons or whatever like get to the town, and then they're like, oh, and like and explode because that's what they do. They explode. Yeah, like in little green piles. Well, of they, goo. it gets to the point to where it's like they, it seems like they're all doing fine, and then they just start like blowing up to where it's like there was a flaw in the system, like. They didn't get enough electricity to really, like, jumpstart their will to live. I don't so, know. I don't... They just... They... This is the exact point in the movie. That I, oh, I, I The first time I saw this movie was not in theaters. I never saw it in theaters. I was told not to. I saw oh, it at a drive-in for the first time. Oh, I'm sorry. Long in well, the day. What was the other movie on the drive-in? 
I don't know. This again? Did they just play this again? <laughs> <laughs> They're like, and to make you feel real bad about this purchase. I think it was Da Vinci Code. Oh. Oh, man. I mean, yeah. I could see it. It was rough. Together. It was a rough. It was one of those like Dust till Dawn marathons too. So, yeah. like, but I do know. I think uh, the Descent was the last one. Oh, well, that was really. That's good. a great movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, yeah. This is usually where I fall asleep in the movie, and then I wake up uh, halfway through the third act when like, st- like which third act? The first third <laughs> act or the second third act? <laughs> well, this is this <laughs> because is we're playing... about to get to the first third act yeah, right yeah, now. That's yeah. true. Um. So, basically, Friar Tuck. And, and uh, Van Helsing and Anna. It's Faramir from uh, Lord of the Rings. From Lord of the Rings. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you fucking nerds. Yeah, no, it's, <laughs> he, it's the best part of Fellowship of the Ring is Faramir. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I have no idea. He doesn't make he doesn't make it through the first movie. Oh, yeah. spoilers! God, we said yeah. all spoilers at the end of this episode. Oh, sorry. Um, I'll say it again then at the end. Uh, so, basically, they get into Victor Frankenstein's castle. And they're trying to stop everything that's happening, but it already happens around them. Yeah. So, um, this is where I feel like it, it it's it's first third act. Like if I was like, oh, the movie's already done, because like like Friar Tuck's over here doing one thing, Anna's doing another. There's like minions going out destroying the whole town. Well, yeah, and that's the... usually a third act kind of thing where yes. it's like the the bad guy got to do what he planned to do, mm-hmm. and now it's like we've got to stop them before they destroy the town yes. kind of thing, it's right? The, it's the Return of the Jedi formula where we're cross-cutting between three different things right. happening. You're like, this is the end of the movie. Right. Yeah, no, that's a great example. Yeah. Um, only ever uh, uh, usurped by Phantom Menace and four cross-cuts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, <I> didn't know <laughs> that. One yeah. cross-cut, too much. Charger. <laughs> um, so, um, basically... Um, I don't – this is where it gets confusing because, like, Dracula shows up and then he tries to give Van Helsing a backstory, like, full of, like, dialogue exposition that I'm not quite – he's like, don't you want to know your past? Your history, and, right? Yeah. And you're like, I would, but you're not going to explain it, are you? You're going to wait to the end. And they're like, yes, and then we won't tell you then either because we didn't write it. <laughs> you know, because, like, that's what happens. Basically, can anybody else take the reins on this one? Can anybody explain – well, what is going on? Doesn't he essentially... He knows him. Yeah, he's essentially, like, using his... He's like, I have the knowledge of your past or whatever, and uses it as, a, like, a bargaining chip or whatever. Right. And uh, it just, again, is something that's just... You think, oh, it's going to be paid off later, and then it just doesn't. Maybe because... we would have gotten it in the sequel. Well, well, okay, so basically he's like, he's like, you don't remember me, do you? You know? Yeah, and it's like, I don't know what this accent is, but I'm digging it. <laughs> you're the most, you're you know? the most interesting man in the world. <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't always drink. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, he's like, you don't remember me, right? And uh, he's like, no, should I? And he's like, uh, yeah, I'm I'm Dracula. And he's like, yeah, I know. They fucking told me that at the Vatican. Yeah. <laughs> What's the deal here? I'm here to kill you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here to kill you. That's the deal. Oh, this is a scene where he stabs him in the heart with a silver stake, and it does nothing, Mm. right? Second time that stabbing him in the heart has done nothing in this movie, right? So this is another thing of, like, forget all the rules. Yeah. So, but there has been movies where stabbing him might not work, but it always has usually ended up being sunlight, right? Right. Not this movie. Nah. Sunlight, Sunlight doesn't even happen in this movie, I feel like. This whole movie is just... On a blue filter? Yep, blue filter. The whole exactly. movie yep. is a blue filter. Yep. Right? Um, so the little baby 
things die because that wasn't enough energy to yeah. keep them alive? Anybody? Again, this is where I wake up. No, so this is where I wake up, and I just see all this happening, and, yeah. I, and I think – I don't think – and I didn't miss anything that was important because it just – that plot well, point never paid about, off anyway. Well, well, what about when, when um, Van Helsing like holds a cross up to uh, Dracula, and he grabs it, and it's like, nah! and then he's like, oh, I'm it, good. It like, burns him, but the cross <laughs> melts. Like, yeah, nothing yeah. really seems to work. Yeah, yeah. it's like it, – Again, you have a really good point about it being like the third film of a trilogy where it's just like we think all of these um, tropes from a genre that was created by Universal would work. And then they just shit on them yeah. to just be like, look how different this is. And it's like, well, it sucks. This movie sucks. Yeah. Yeah. They're just trying to be edgy and different. But and like, y- yeah. But like we, nobody. And Underworld. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's true. Beckinsale was shooting Underworld mm-hmm. while um, Logan, not Logan, uh. Hugh Jackman was shooting um, X2 or whatever. X2, they were yeah, just like yeah. both coming from the sets of those movies to make this mm-hmm. piece of shit. So um, this is where the friar is in the town and he uh, saves a girl it's from the It's a sexy minions. moment. Yeah. She's all dirty She's and like, he saves what her. I, and he's anything like, I can, can I do, do for you? And he whispers in her ear and propositions her, propositions her for sex, basically, right. which she wholeheartedly agrees to without a... Like he basically uses his hero. And her makeup like, changes, and she's like, Mwah! and she fucks him. Yeah. What? What was the? What was that? Mwah! Oh, is that like like the clouds opening yeah. like majestically? Okay. Because she was like, I thought you. She's <laughs> right. like, I thought you holy folk couldn't do that. Oh he yeah. He was like, I am not a holy folk. I'm just one in training. I've so... been a man of the sock for years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that that was the joke I was looking for. Earlier. A man of a sock. <laughs> and um, so as this happening, um, uh, Van Helsing and Anna decide to go have a drink in the remains of the the windmill. Right, mm-hmm. and then they fall through the hole, right? And this is where they find Frankenstein's monster, yeah. mm-hmm. right? He's been there, which which also makes me go like, he's just been there, and you're meaning to tell me <laughs> that nobody's found him? Yeah, like needs, the past he's, year, he's there nobody's because he needs to be there. For nobody's the story. looked for him. <laughs> nobody's like, you mean to tell me that Frankenstein's monster is the thing that Dracula needs the most? And they didn't bother to look after, like, the, the fire was done burning from the beginning of the movie? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so they find him. And this is where Frankenstein's face just falls off? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's just, like, open. Like, oh, let me just. It, it, oh, oh, God, sorry. It's so embarrassing when this happens. Hold on. Don't look. Like, his face literally falls off, and you see his, like, Electrode brain, like yeah. weird, because, uh, terrible again CGI, like skull brain, whatever thing. Because he somehow is cur- constantly flowing with electricity. Mm-hmm. That's I'm, okay, mm-hmm. guys. What is Frankenstein's monster? When you uh, really think about it, um, a, a, an oversized man who was dug up and got put electricity into to live. And it, Seven so he's men. an he's yeah. an over yeah. <laughs> right? He's an oversized man. Yes. That's brought back to life. Correct. <laughs> that's about it, that's right? That's it should that's be, it, yeah. Right? Like, basically, he was he electricity was used to bring him back to life. That doesn't mean that he just holds electricity like he's Electro from Spider-Man. Like... I didn't even think about that. Right? 
That's like so he's bad. you just don't walk around being like I'm statically charged. Yes. Like you're just a man again, right? So when your skull falls apart, you just die. die. <laughs> you just die. Yeah. Like what? I know. Yeah. Maybe this movie was just trying to also like by like tap into the old thing of the monster movie, be an action movie, be a horror movie. Obviously, it fails at both, and then also like introduce like superhero stuff too. You know, it's just it was trying to get the the jump on Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, like Frankenstein is the biggest over actor in this entire movie. Yeah. He's like, kill me. <laughs> A movie filled He's, like, with overacting. Well, I was gonna say, wait, was Dracula his, too? <laughs> but his only knowledge like singing is the opera? Holy Bible. So. Huh? What? I'm sorry. His only knowledge is the Holy Bible. Because they like they pick it up and they're like, this has been his reading. That's right. Because later on he's like, I walk through the shadow of death. Ah! Yeah. He's <laughs> just constantly just overacting, singing. Like, oh, it's so stupid, right? Yeah. Like, it's it's almost as if he watched De Niro in Mary Shelley's Frankenstein and was like, oh shit, I gotta top this. <laughs> <laughs> and then. And then the other guy watched uh, Coppola's Dracula, Gary Oldman yeah. and Dracula's. I gotta drop this shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh. that's the problem with the movie in general. I don't mean to sum it up right now. I'm not obviously, but sure. Everything had to be more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we're and we're and every once in a while we'll feel like an idea for a plot point, and I want to make well, be specific. You mean if you dropped all the other plot points and then added our idea, that would be good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then, so we get this whole idea everyone's added in we have our general kind of idea of what is going to happen right to where it's like frankenstein is the key to resurrecting slash creating life and then we also have everyone else that's there to stop them right so basically they they drug frankenstein and they they're like some reason escape route like, right. let's get back to the Vatican. The Vatican will protect us. They try. <laughs> Not fails. Like, well, they they basically, um, they they know that they're going to be followed and chased by the yeah. Brides of Dracula. Um, so they do a fake out, right? Where, like, um, and this is weird, too. Like, I, you you had two carriages to begin with? Yeah. Like, it's just, okay. And then... How did you know that they were going to get you? Like, you were both yeah. basically side by side. Yeah. Like, they didn't see two carriages. Yeah, I'm a sucker for this and trope. I love one, this trope. <laughs> one took a bridge that was going to completely not make it across a ravine. Mm. And the other one was like, we made it. It was extremely – okay, here's where the movie a lot of times gets extremely convenient. Like, if it's not this where it's like – um Almost as if it's like he knows. He's like, yeah, I know this ravine's coming up, and then it's going to fall down, and they're definitely going to chase after this carriage, and there's a bomb inside with, like, spikes. What does she say? Stakes! And you're like, wow, that's very specific Mm -hmm. that you thought this would go down that way. It's the same thing as, like, later on in the movie – Every single time somebody's swinging on a rope or something, they happen to crash through the window that somebody else is doing a fight scene in. Yeah. Like, this castle's huge, and you just always happen to be, like, smash through window. Oh, what's up, guys? Mm-hmm. Right? It just happens too much. Um. So, yeah, they do a fake out. They were in the opposite carriage. And then how does she get kidnapped? How does Anna get she kidnapped? Just, she gets carried off. 
Okay. Yeah, like, just like grabbing. She's him. like comforting her brother, and the guy's like, "Hey, why are you doing that?" And then she's whoop. Okay. She gone. <laughs> That's more or less the same. That's right. That's because about the same. Oh, cause, really? Because nah. the werewolf shows up. I fucking forgot about the werewolf. The uh, werewolf showed up in werewolf. that chase scene. The Flaming other carriage carriages. was on fire. Yeah. Oh my god! This right. entire movie, it's like just a thousand set pieces, and that's yes. all they gave a shit about. And it's like, okay, so while one carriage fell to like the the bottom of a ravine, and it revealed that nobody was inside it, and Van Helsing is just riding the six horses that were carrying it, <laughs> um, they then start drawing their attention over to the other carriage, which does have Frankenstein. And now everybody's on set. That said, carriage somehow it catches on fire, um, and Frankenstein gets loose of his shackles and is like, "I'll save you!" And like, then a werewolf, the her brother mm-hmm. shows up because he was tasked by Dracula to hunt them down too. And this is where Van Helsing shoots him with a silver bullet and ends his life. Right. And then, like Jared said, she comes to console him. And immediately, because she was accepting of his, like, she's like, yeah, he can't be brought back. It's too late. And then immediately, like, you killed him! Yeah. It's like, well, pick a side on this. (laughs) Yeah. And then then they kidnap her. And basically, like, you want to ever see her again? You come to the the ballroom and and where were they? Belgium or something? It was, um, it was, oh. I don't know. Some of the B no one, doesn't yeah, matter. Okay. Budapest. B- B- yeah, Budapest. Oh, okay. yeah. I was going to say Belarus. Shit. That came out of nowhere. Budapest. But it was Budapest. Yeah. And now they're in this vampire masquerade ball, right? Which negates the whole baby thing. For yeah. our second, third act. Right. Yeah. Yes. Um, well, you don't, like, you go into it, you're like, oh, it's a masquerade ball because Van Helsing was like, I want to meet in somewhere public. I want to make sure this everyone's around. This does feel like it would be the blah, third blah, blah, act blah, blah, blah. And then they get there, and you see Dracula dancing with Anna. Anna, mm-hmm. and they go into a mirror, and he's like, oh. and she's like, oh, you have no reflection. But then, like, no one else around them right. does either. <laughs> like, even clothing, which I was like, I didn't know clothing could be, like, infected by vampire Whoa. things. I've never so. thought about that. Yeah, clothing. In any vampire movie, I've never thought about that. Clothing, um, you don't have to buy your clothing. Vamp clothes by Dracula. (laughs) But uh, (laughs) no one is in that mirror. It would have been a merchandising thing that came after this, had it been. Right? But, like, no one's there in the mirror. And for a second, you're like, "Mm, that's stupid. They forgot (laughs) about that. But then it comes to reveal that Dracula. Has entire control over Budapest and all their people. <laughs> yeah, all of Budapest. All, yeah, of, all of it. Yeah. Right. So Van Helsing decides to do a trape- trapeze act to swing. Yep. Da- like I said, everybody's on ropes on this movie. Mm-hmm. Everybody yeah. swings on ropes. Yeah. Which is like, could you not have thought of something that's more cost-effective for you? Like, all of this has to be CGI, and it's really bad CGI, all this rope stuff. Oh, I thought you meant for them. I was like, (laughs) I'm pretty sure rope is cheap for him, but all right, sure. (laughs) And then, so, meanwhile, they locked Frankenstein up in a tomb in the cemetery close by. But because he controls all the undead... They are also in the cemetery. And Van Helsing goes... You'd have to be an undead to open up that grave. 
right? And I was like, oh shit, zombies in this movie now? <laughs> like, yeah, same. It's all but then out. it all oh, just yeah. turns out to be vampires. It turned out to be some vampires that weren't invited to the ball yeah. <laughs> and were still outside, right? So they get Igor to help them and they get Frankenstein and bring him into the ballroom. They're like, look what we got. We don't need the girl anymore, mm-hmm. right? And he saves uh, – Van Helsing swings in, saves Anya and – or Anna, sorry. Uh, I'm already creating new names yeah. for her. <laughs> and then, I don't know, they're being chased by all the vampires. And then Friar Tuck is like, hey, here's a blade bomb, a light bomb. Yeah. Yeah. And that and takes it, everybody out. It, it, but the room – they set the bomb off in a room that's like – 20 by 10, but that bomb illuminates right. the entire mm-hmm. thing. Right. But don't worry. Uh, they get away. Yeah. That's they, it. They, they get away. Out, they jump out a stained glass window. Yeah. Right. Into a moat. Right. And this is where Frankenstein is being like paddled he's away. He's away. <laughs> he's like, yeah. He's like, all right, bye. He's like, save yourself. Right. You're like, just stop talking. Uh, you're just making it worse. Yeah. And then a gate goes down, and then they can't swim and save him anymore. And that's that scene. And then, like, uh, Van Helsing, which, sorry, we skipped it. Um, in his fight and where he shot the wolf man, like her brother, he was then himself bit. Oh, so yeah. now he's going yeah. to – he's got two days to become a vampire, which I'm right. pretty sure Werewolf, full, full moon – sorry. God damn it. Too many monsters. There are, um, that's yeah. my whole thesis with the film. Too many monsters. Yeah. Too many monsters. The movie. And then they decide to go back to what's her butts? Uh, Anna's. Anna's. Yeah. They decide to go back to Anna's dad's place to uncover more clues, and they're like something about a mirror. I don't know a no, passageway. They handed they handed Van Helsing a scroll in the beginning of the movie that had the same uh, symbol as his ring on it, and they were like, "Look, this might have some connection to you." And then he's like, "Might I'm like I got a fucking ring, right?" And then and so he holds a scroll on. He doesn't know what it is the whole time. Meanwhile, uh, Friar Tuck has uncovered this like basically this map of Transylvania that her dad was uh, was always staring at, but couldn't figure out what it was. And all it took was like the, the bottom, bottom three sliver inches oh, of it. Yeah, not yeah. a whole piece. Just the bottom sliver uh, was missing, right? And basically, they said, uh, the, "He's the, like, by the power of God, open this portal. <laughs> by the power of Grace, go." Yeah, like and it was it so opened. stupid. Yeah, it, yeah, it was. It was open this door in the name of God. Yeah, right? and you're like, all right. And then it's not a door; it's a mirror ice thing that was like a column outside of the goddamn <laughs> castle so it's like all right that's cool so now we're taken into the real third do act, that yeah right where all three of our heroes are now at dracula's castle which but, looks just like victor frankenstein's right. castle all yeah. three of our heroes somehow get split up right in the typical trope yeah and then this is where I stopped kind of like taking notes. Oh, <laughs> so I, was just... I stopped taking notes at like the second I started the movie because I was like, oh, it's going to be Universal's. It's going to be Universal's idea of a monster movie sure. to where like they have these ideas. It's like, oh, the female well, spunky person, the weird, quirky, quote unquote, ugly sidekick. So Blah. here's here's how I could pretty much sum it up here. 
right? And it's like I don't even need to go into detail. Like I can just sum it up. And if it you guys, happens, if you guys dies, have something bye. to make fun of, just comment on it from here. Okay. So basically, they get split up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Van Helsing confronts Dracula. He's basically got. Uh, to the stroke of midnight to defeat Dracula and, like, bite him or whatever, um, or else he will become a full-on werewolf that's uncurable. Right? But there's an antidote. Right. So the antidote is what the sidekick and the girl are getting control of. Right. And they kind of do. The sidekick gets the poison and he escapes, but the girl's trapped by another vampire mistress. The and only she's one the that's the final left. one, and yeah. so they're fighting and the the sidekick is being chased by the other sidekick. Mm-hmm. Ah, the other sidekick. Yeah, the sidekick. Yeah. Friar Tuck is being chased by Igor. Yeah. And they're fighting on the bridge, the big bridge. Well, they're not really right? fighting on the bridge. Friar Tuck uh... is just running from Igor. <laughs> Don't tase me! Yeah, he's like, um, ow, stop, ow, me- stop. Meanwhile, now Hugh Jackman has embraced the wolf. And uh, but not Wolverine. He's running with the wolves tonight. <laughs> um, and yeah, he's fighting Dracula, and they keep morphing in and out of human form for no reason yeah. other than we want to make sure we waste as much money on the special yeah. effects as yeah. possible. Um, and then um, Friar Tuck uh, throws a, a silver spike at Anna, in which she stabs the Last Bride. And she dies and melts. But she didn't stab her in the heart. She stabbed her in, like, the chest and she melts. So, like, nothing makes sense in the rules again. Uh, Meanwhile, um, Frankenstein. He was set free, kind of, for his own boat. And and... he's been swinging around like Shia. Like, uh, like just all over the place. He's the one that bashes through a window and is like, hey, you girls are fighting in here? Let me help out. Because he's the one who actually distracts. See how, like, I forgot something in the form of, like, something else happening in this movie? So, basically, um, huge (laughs) Van Helsing, (laughs) uh, uh, the stroke of midnight happens, and then the movie happens for 15 more minutes, and the stroke yeah. of midnight's still happening, I guess? The stroke yeah. of midnight is supposed to be, like, the be-all, end-all of right. when you he, can. They said the stroke of midnight happens, and and when it's when it's done being the stroke of midnight, so basically the 12 bongs, you're yeah. a wolf, right? But no, that stroke happens, 15 more minutes of action mm, happen. Right. Um, so uh, Dra- he bites Dracula, finally, and kills him. And then they were told that if you did not get the cure to me by the stroke of midnight, stab me with a silver stake as well, right? Uh, so Anna goes to do that, and he – no, she goes with the cure. She has the cure, mm. and she tries to stab him, and he, but he rams tackles her, her and tackles and her and – Breaks her neck. She's dead, mm-hmm. right? Meanwhile, Friar Tuck is going to stab him with a stake because he thinks she didn't accomplish her goal. Mm. But he's like uh, – as the wolf, he's like, hold on! Right. And like, (laughs) he's like, whoa. And, uh, and instead, uh, is like, no, she got me. Look, she stabbed me, but she's dead. Right. Right? He transforms back into normal human form. And then the movie burns her in a pyre. Mm-hmm. And you see There's her like up in the images. sky. It's like, oh, and Frankenstein's like on a raft of like three logs, mm-hmm. and is like, boy, just goes off. Yeah, and that's literally the end of the movie. It doesn't even go on to a prologue of being like, I Van Helsing or anything like yeah. that to set up any sort. Of, it doesn't even <laughs> right. <laughs> it doesn't even set up a franchise because everybody's dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah There's that's no true. reason to bring anyone back. Yeah. <sighs> 
God. You know, so yeah, you, you guys watched I Frankenstein, which yeah. was yeah. doomed from the beginning. I feel like by just like a shitty concept anyway. Yeah. My yeah. main problem with Van Helsing is that it has an awesome concept. Like yeah. you want to see a good Van Helsing well, movie. Well, see, I thought Van Helsing was based off of a comic book that became a movie, but it turns out Vampire it was Hunter a D. movie that <laughs> yeah. kind of wanted to be a comic yeah. book. Yeah. And I think it's a it movie needed... that wanted to be a video game as well. Well, it, it needed more it needed it needed to be more fleshed out and to be stretched out. It didn't need everything to be packed into one movie. It needed it to be maybe two, three movies sure. in general. I just could have used. I just could have used some streamlining. Yeah. Sure. Just a simple plot on this one. I mean, it's hard to mess up this movie. It really is hard. But I guess when you get <laughs> Stephen Summers, one hundred sixty million dollars, he's just gonna make a fucking live action right? cartoon. So, um. Gentlemen, uh, what we do on the show to end to wrap it up is uh, uh it's, it's called the W's. Mm-hmm. It's uh, who would you recommend it to? Why would you recommend it if you did? Um, that kind of thing. For example, Jarrett, um, my W is on this. Uh, so <laughs> for me, it's it's very similar to what happened for the underworld. My dad went to China and got a bunch of bootlegs, mm-hmm. and. And a and a, a good handful of the bootlegs <laughs> was the underworld, everything. Yeah, and so that's the only reason I watched them because I got them for free. Okay. Um. So if you have them for free, do it. Watch so it. So if you have a bootleg yeah. of Van Helsing, you have a bootleg from China, and you have nothing else to do on a Sunday afternoon, and it's I think it's if you want if you want to live through what could have been the original. Dark universe. Dark universe. Do it, um, because I think if you watch the current dark universe setup, it's not going to be as good. Let's be real. The Tom Cruise mummy dark universe setup. It was a shit show that also tried to involve uh, Doctor Jekyll and Mister Mister Hyde. It was. It's all a mess. It's all a mess. And that's just Universal doesn't know how to do a small intro that can bleed into more. They want their intros to be big. They want it to be loud. They want it to be something more than what it is. And I think that's it's all Universal's fault. I'll say that. But it's it's a nice start. (laughs) Gentlemen, it's a bad start. It's a they could have done a better start. Would, yeah, I mean that's yes, they could have. Um, I uh, I would recommend it to whoever gets to handle the next any iteration of a Universal classic monster yeah, movie. Like the best answer that as we've a, ever had. As a, as I would a th- show it to examples of people. Yeah. as not to what to as do. a threat yeah. of just like this, or just a don't please like this. You don't want this. I mean, this movie wasn't. And the nice thing about this movie is it was not a hit. That's no. there's some justification to that, and no. it makes me happy. Because it's so bad. <laughs> so, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I love what he just said there. But, like, I guess if your recommendation in the sense of someone that's, like, actually enjoying it. I mean, obviously, there's people that are always, like, looking for brainless, mindless, just stupid video game, bad CGA type of action and stuff like that. They don't give a shit, essentially, about story or whatever. And they're just there for action. Then any sort of those seekers, because um, that's essentially all this movie is for me is just a bunch of mindless 
killing, running around, and like set pieces, you know, that mean nothing and have nothing to do with story yeah. or char- character. Sure. So I would say that I honestly wouldn't. This is this is like a hangover movie. <laughs> yeah. This is. I w- I was drunk on Friday night and this was on on Saturday morning. Like this is. Or this is me, I'm cooking dinner right mm-hmm. now, and I will turn it off when dinner is finished, and I will find something I actually want to watch. Uh, this is this is something where, like, HBO buys a batch of things from Universal. <laughs> yes. And is like, uh, yeah. yeah, you know, you, uh, we, really, we really want Fast and the Furious, you know, mm-hmm. and they're like, well, you got to buy Van Helsing, too. And they're like, fuck. Mm-hmm. All right, fine. Uh, so I don't, I don't recommend this one. Uh, no, yeah, it, I mean – I sat through it because I had to. This was not one that I would recommend. Um, but uh, I will have to say that, I mean, there's some merit to it. If you if you need to listen to this episode and you were trying to get it, yeah, go ahead and watch it. <laughs> uh, but that just about does it. So um, what I've decided to do, I said that we were going to uh, do uh, spoilers uh, for your, um, your, um, your piece, your, what you directed. Uh, Ian, but uh, what I, I feel like it's deserving of its own little little uh, yeah, portion. Sure. So what I'd like to do is invite you guys back mm-hmm. to talk about something, and it's going to become a bonus episode. Cool. Kind of, uh, kind of thought that I was like, you know what? I don't want to rush it. I really want to go into it, and I would love to like have you back. Good, so if we can yeah. uh, actually have you back this week or sometime, yeah, that, um, I, that sounds and, great. Yeah, let's set yeah, it up. let's and 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 we'll we'll title it. Like something like a spoiler alert. Sure, sure, you know? totally, yeah. Um, so uh, if you're listening to this episode uh, and um, you you're like, well, I I don't mind diving into that, or let's actually let's have it let's have you back when it's out for the public to see. Sure, how about that? Great. that? That's that's great, probably yeah. the best course, thing, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like why would anybody? Mm-hmm. Yeah, if they yeah. can't see it because the short really does. I mean, part of the excitement is hinging on the fact of what the reveal is. And Absolutely, whatnot, and, so. and where can they um uh, where can they find news information, everything regarding um Foxwood and things like that? So Trevor and I's uh, sort of like unofficial production company that we found. It's called Ghost Party Pictures, and that's where all the news surrounding Foxwood, any of our projects in general, are going to be about. Uh, ghostpartypictures.com for online. Uh, goes at Ghost Party Pictures uh, on Instagram, uh, Facebook, all that good stuff. Um, so, yeah, that's where all the updates will be on festivals uh, and any uh, updating uh, you know, revelations about what and we're doing you- in the future. Are you looking for future projects? Yeah, well, I mean, the thing is we, we um, have a lot of, like, scripts and ideas and things we're developing yeah. right now. It's as in anything independent filmmaking. It's finding investors and yeah. money and getting stuff off the ground. Well, so. well I don't – Yeah? My mm. – What? I was just going to say my brother and I toss around ideas, really stupid ideas. Of oh, just, cool. Like, I mean, it's, again, it's, like – all, it's all paranormal, kind of that like idea of like, what if this shit happened? Mm-hmm. To where it's like, it's the start of basic, like, oh, it's kind of like, oh, it's a theme, mm-hmm. and then you get into it, and you're like, oh, sure, no. sure. I mean, there's nothing, and that's just Let's do like, a podcast horror. Yeah. yeah, most definitely. Yeah, there's <laughs> well, nothing... no, literally, that's like that's what we've been thinking about. Yeah. Like, it's just he and I, my brother and I, we have this idea of um, not podcast horror, but comic book horror sci-fi to where it's we have these ideas of this is what it could be to where it's like we've both come up with different random things of like natural uh wild wild west that comes out to be something more than you expect and then um 
like full of steampunk and not even cross dressing I don't, and I don't spiders like, and no it's, there's no no none of that but like in, even like we've we've come up with like ideas of um people like along a northern california coast highway that um they they block off both sides of the highway to where there can be a divergent route around it but Mm -hmm. on that one route they open it up to a group of teenagers (laughs) and there's someone that terrorizes them along the way oh cool yeah find out that it's not one person and they've set up multiple traps along the highway like they use it a lot to their own advantage Mm -hmm. but then it all comes to like comes to break down with a police officer that's like we didn't sanction this Uh and it's yeah. So something else is going on. And it's yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's it's the whole idea. I don't know. Oh, cool. Yeah, no. I, I love like, thinking of shit like that. Yeah, to we, where it's, I mean, yeah. Or like, like when like a, a couple of people like get pulled over by like the Pennsylvania police. Yeah, but even police, then, it's not that. But then they, it's. it's I love the idea. Of, You're ruining my joke. It's a nothing but trouble reference. <laughs> no, I, I love the I love the idea. And then John of, Candy's also the daughter. And, oh, no, I love the idea. And of, then Digital Underground comes in. Oh, I love the what idea. What a twist! Of, I'm setting it. Uh, I'm setting it up to be like such a bit like, oh shit, they're in trouble because they did something wrong. But then it comes down to like, oh shit, they're in trouble because someone wanted them to be mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's, I was going to say, yeah, there's, I mean, there's nothing we love more than talking about story and yeah. kind of brainstorming and that's the whole development no, thing in general would, is so fun. Oh, my brother and I would talk your ear off. Cool. We're cool. Very, I mean, let's, let's do it. Let's set it yeah. up. Hell yeah. We love it. So, um, uh, just to follow that up where you can find us <laughs> as <laughs> always, uh, you can follow us on, uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at Bombs Away Show. You can write to us, uh, let us know what you thought about this episode. You can find everything about Ghost Party Pictures on our show notes uh, for this episode as well. And we'll post a link on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, write to us, contact at bombsawayshow.com. Uh, and I'd like to thank our guest today. Uh, oh, yeah. I was going to say on behalf, of, on behalf of Trevor and I, thank you so much for having us. It was a blast. Absolutely. Uh, be sure if you are at a horror festival or something, please, uh, if you see Foxwood on the uh, lineup, please go see it. It's it's freaking amazing. Like, I, I loved good. it. I cool, really did. Cool. So um, for that being said, uh, my name is Jonathan. I'm Jarrett. And with my hiccups. <laughs> <laughs> uh, little new thing. Uh, I hiccup a lot. Sorry. Yeah, Jesus. it's fine. Oh, terrible. Uh, I hate it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I got nothing. Do you, I don't even have a catchphrase for this movie. Was there any? <laughs> like, it's uh, awful. Avoid it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I walk in the shadow of death. My stupid hat that changes proportions when women wear it. There you go. I, okay. That's okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and this is uh, Bounds Away saying, don't be so hard on movies. You might just love them. No, I didn't like that either. <laughs> <laughs> that was stupid. Yeah, it was God. really stupid. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking for an ending here. Uh, don't be so hard on movies. You might love them. I just, <laughs> I tried so hard to be Ferris Bueller. I'm sorry. Uh, good night. Bye. Uh, I hate you.
guys, John here from the Bonds Away podcast, and I'm here to talk to you about the place where we record. That's right, the Frida Cinema. What is the Frida Cinema? Well, it's a program of the Long Beach Cinematique here in California, and it serves Santa Ana and neighboring communities as a nonprofit art house cinema dedicated to enriching, connecting, and educating communities through the art of cinema. But it's so much more than that. Guys, not only do they screen amazing films here, but they also hold out-of-this-world special events. And when we're talking about special events, we're talking about shadow casting. Shadow casting, if you don't know, is where actors perform in front of the movie that you're seeing. And they have costumes, and they're doing audience participation, and it is just an amazing event. The shadow casting that we do here is films such as Rocky Horror or Little Shop of Horrors, or Repo the Genetic Opera, or even The Forbidden Zone. Wow, The Forbidden Zone. Like, when's the last time you saw that? Or maybe shadow casting isn't your thing, but what about rooftop cinemas? That's right, right on our rooftop, we do special screenings of throwback movies that you love, including Ghostbusters, or the current Beauty and the Beast, Guardians of the Galaxy, or even Jurassic Park. And that's not the only thing with these rooftop cinemas. They also have special people that show up, special guests, including the Orange County Ghostbusters and their vehicles and their costumes, or maybe Jurassic Park and the Jurassic Park Jeep. You ever gotten a photo with any of these things? I have, and it's because I was there at these events. So if you're looking for special events to go to or like out of this world just crazy audience participation things like Scott Pilgrim and with lights and sound and like things that you've never even seen before go to the Frida Cinema you can check out the Frida Cinema locations filming schedules and everything entertainment wise at www.thefridacinema.org or you can follow them on Facebook at facebook.com slash thefridacinema and on Instagram and Twitter at the Frida Cinema. The Frida Cinema, for the filmmakers, for the film goers, and for you. This has been a production of Big Bulb Entertainment, executive produced by Jonathan Young. For more media and information, visit us at www.bigbulbentertainment.com. Big Bulb, what's your bright idea? Shh.